In this podcast, Pamela Barty, a Forbes 30 under 30 entrepreneur and developer of a $100 million real estate empire, will share her inspiring underdog comeback story. And along with those of her guests, she'll share how you too, as an underdog, can rise up and succeed against all odds. Here's your host, Pamela Barty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Underdog. Today, we have an awesome guest here with us, Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm good, Pamela. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. It's an honor to have you. Seriously, such an honor to have you. So would love to hear your story and sort of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. And and I also want to say it is always great to speak with a fellow Bostonian. So yeah, I guess I'll start my journey. I like to start around when things started coming together for me from a professional side, uh, around the end of college. So I graduated from UMass Amherst, actually up in Massachusetts, back in May of 2018. And at Amherst, didn't have like that typical college experience, sort of bounced around majors, like how was it business and was all around the business program, like bounced around my major as many times as you possibly can, and ended up actually graduating in what was my minor for most of college in psychology. So I got a psychology degree and was really like enaptured, always have loved psychology, always have loved human beings, what makes someone tick, more importantly, like how to enact change, like how to unlock someone and enact positive lasting change in the individual, which is something I'm still trying to figure out and and sort of where I've I've built my company on. With all that being said, I I started my work in the field of psychology, working at McLean Hospital up there in Belmont, Massachusetts. was doing some work with psychotic disorders and individuals who were coming in off a manic episode who were diagnosed with bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. It was really, really eye-opening work. You know, I really got exposed to the field of mental health, but at the same time also realized, I don't know if this is necessarily for me. I don't know if I want to go on and become a clinical psychologist. So bounced around in the field of mental health, and it was really tough, Pamela, to like give up that dream. I don't know if you've ever like pursued something personally, professionally. I'm sure some of your listeners have. And then somewhere along the way, you're like, I don't know if uh, this is actually for me, whether it's like a person we're dating or whatever it is. And we have this dream and we make up this future of what's to be. And you're like, I I think I got to pivot here real quick. You think you have it figured out. And then it's just like, boom. Correct. I have to start all over again. What the hell? Exactly. And fortunately, I would say to any of your listeners is, I had to start all over again, but I also didn't because I had all this psychology knowledge. So maybe I wasn't going to become a psychologist, but I still kind of knew where my passion lied in psychology, in an acting change, in the individual and personal professional development. So fortunately, a couple of months later, I accepted a sales job at Oracle Corporation. And I knew that wasn't going to be a long-term thing. But at about the same time, I actually came across an ad on Instagram, a guy named Grant Baldwin. And it was called Booked and Paid to Speak. And it was a webinar. I jumped on a webinar with him. It was really all about just building a professional speaking business from scratch. You know, you're not a big name actor. You haven't been in an industry for 10, 20 years, but you still want to speak and you have a message, you have a passion for something that you want to get out there. So this was back in February of 2019. And I started taking grants classes, I started speaking, 
on Toastmasters as much as possible, getting some gigs outside of that, just free gigs, whatever I could get to speak. I was just trying to build this business and personal development, professional development, psychology related topics. And so it's been almost two years now, but have built MII professional speaking and continue to build it, working with young adults, working with college students, just on personal development, professional development, helping them reach their, their fullest potential and in doing a lot of that, like from my own background and knowing where I kind of was in college and depressed and anxious and to where I am now, where it's like, I wake up and I'm happy and I love my job and I love what I do. And I love creating this business and, you know, socially I'm meeting people that I love and I've, you know, made a move and I'm building a business and all this stuff where I committed myself to personal and professional development and just trying to give that back to others to help them who might be at a similar spot or, or you know, might be looking for that. So it's exciting stuff and it's exciting to just continue to build. That's awesome. So MII, Motivate, Inspire, Inform, correct? Correct. Motivate, Inspire, Inform, Professional Speaking. And I just like the ring of MII. I don't know. I just feel it's cool. So It is cool. So that's so interesting. So you were mentioning how you were in college and, and sort of now you transitioned completely almost, you know, you live in a life of passion. And then before you were sort of talking about depression and anxiety, is that because like your majors, you were going back and forth and you weren't sure like what was sort of happening? That's definitely a big part. And I'm sure, Pamela, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. But like we talk a lot about in our human optimization, which is sort of our main four programs we offer. One of those programs is on identity and mm -hmm. personal and professional identity. But man, when we're not in alignment with who we're meant to be and what we're meant to be doing, you know, for example, for yourself, you're, you're big into real estate, right? If you're like sitting at a bank or you have to, for whatever reason, like when I was in that sales job at Oracle selling something I didn't care about, man, that stuff is, is soul sucking. And, and I think a lot of people are in that position and it takes a lot of intrinsic work. It takes a lot of doing things and going through a hundred different majors and failing and saying, this isn't what I want to do. Reading Matthew McConaughey's book. Now he talks about identity actually start with eliminating. Eliminate the stuff you don't want to do, and then you fall into the stuff that you do want to do. But yeah, I think to your point, I think a decent amount of that anxiety and depression, a lot of it came from like socially and being a transfer student and trying to find my niche and not taking care of myself biologically and going out and partying all weekend. That was definitely part of it. But another part of it was trying to figure out who I was, like, who is Joe Johnston? You know, I was transitioning and felt my identity shifting from high school to my adult self. And, and a part of that comes with finding the alignment of who I'm meant to be and what I'm meant to do. And when we're not in alignment with those things, there's this disconnect between the humanists call our real selves and our ideal selves that can really lead to a lot of mental and emotional distress. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what's happening in the world a lot right now you know, where people are not in alignment and we are seeing the depression and the anxieties. And I feel like it's almost stretching to younger generations now more than ever. You know, I hear my 12 year old cousin talking about things that when I was 12, I was like, wasn't even in my mind, you know, right. but now with the instant gratification that we have right on our cell phones, it's like, I feel like we're reminded more that we're not aligned, but through that, or if we are, or we're not, you know what I mean? Like, the younger generations are getting so hung up on technology and like, this is, you know, life is so perfect. And even our millennial generation too, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. this person is like doing this. And, you know, here I am still trying to figure out what my life is about. You know what I mean? It gives us these unrealistic expectations that just are not, they're not reality. You know I mean? We're all, you know, the most beautiful quote I heard the other day when I interviewed this, this woman was, we are all walking each other home. What that means is like, we're all one. 
You know what I mean? We all struggle. We all have our things. You know what I mean? And it's like, we've all got each other. We're all, everybody's going through something. You know what I mean? We're all this together kind of thing. And it's just like the world's out of alignment in, in many ways, you know? So this was just my observations, but it sort of prompted me when you were speaking. Cause I'm like, that's what I'm seeing often. Like, you know, everyone's struggling. Like, what am I doing? And then you get on social media and then you see somebody who seems to be so far ahead of you when you don't know, maybe they're going through something too, you know? So it's like, I thank you for sharing that because it just shows people that like, Hey, you're not alone. If you're lost in at this point in time, especially in college, I always feel like college is your test run. You need to be lost in college. Like that's where you try things and you say, I like this. I don't like this. Like you said, you eliminate. Thank you for sharing that because it's reality. And you know, and how do you get over that hump? Did you get over that hump? Well, a couple of things. There's so much gold in there. And, and I'll, we'll talk a little bit about how I got over that hump. I want to start with a couple of points that you made because I loved it. One of the things I think is, and I'm sure you can relate to this, and you're doing this now through your podcast, and I know some other initiatives that you have, but for those individuals who have been fortunate enough to find their identity and become in alignment with that, you know, we'll call it self-actualization, right? Self-actualization is our realization for our unlimited psychological growth. The next step to that of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is actually going back and being of service. So once we sort of figured it out, and this is something we're trying to do here at MII, once we sort of figured it out in certain areas of personal professional development, it's now our duty and our obligation in a sense as individuals to go back and to help those college students, to help those young adults become their truest versions of themselves, giving them the tools that I wish I had. And I did get through some areas that helped me get over that hump. Another big point is, we'll, we'll go with this. One of the things that helped me get over that hump, and, and I recommend to anyone in almost all of my talks, is we do some life coaching, right? And I like to say people, I want to take people from good to great. But I truly believe in the first step in our human optimization plan, the first step that led to my getting over that hump was when I actually went back and started cleaning up some crap from my past mentally and emotionally. And that comes in one word, and that's psychotherapy. Traditional talk therapy, I was fortunate enough to my junior year of college start seeing a really, really effective therapist up at Amherst. And not only was he an effective therapist, but I was finally ready to go to therapy, right? Like you could go to the best therapist in the world, but if you're not ready to open up, you ain't getting any work done. But I truly believe that I found I was able to start getting over that hump when, you know, I said, hey, I need some help. I sought out a therapist. I thought I sought out an individual who objectively was helping me get through some of those past demons, those past traumas. And trust me, there, I don't really believe I, I had that much stuff in my past, but still stuff I needed to get over and narratives that I needed to reconstruct in my head. And more than anything, and this is something we try to do at MII through our programs, is giving me the mental and emotional tools to allow me then to live my own life, right? To One of the greatest benefits you, any individual will hopefully get from an effective therapist is the ability by the end of therapy when session is concluded to become your own therapist i now know what i need mentally and emotionally i know my therapists are there if i need them but i know mentally and emotionally and i can attend to those things and in all aspects of my life to upkeep my emotional and mental well-being despite what goes on and another point and this goes to sort of what you were talking about earlier and and seeing other individuals is the quote that you had is we're all walking each other home you start to realize something interesting, which I never thought was going to be possible. But as I started to overcome my own stuff and be comfortable with my own traumas and demons and mental and emotional baggage and whatever that was in the dark parts of my mind, the world actually does start to open up and you say, oh, wait a minute, I'm not the only one. 
maybe that person's, you know, an alcoholic, maybe that person's drinking because they have stuff like this oneness starts to open up, you know, you, you would think when you were being vulnerable, that I think we all think before we start being vulnerable, that the world will shun us and the world will hate us and say, Oh, you've been sexually abused, or this has happened to you, whatever it is, you're evil now, but actually the reverse happens. And you start to realize this oneness and you start to realize that one of the underlying causes or one of the underlying things that brings us together as individuals is the fact that, like you said, we all do have pains and we all do have traumas, maybe different and maybe to different degrees, but pain is pain and we've all felt similar things. And that's kind of part of the human condition. And it's something that we all can relate to on some level or another. So I think it's really, really interesting. And I agree. I think, you know, social media today is not highlighting that at all. And I think it's something that does need to be highlighted because we all feel crappy sometimes. We've all gone through depression. We've all gone through anxiety. And when we can start being vulnerable and talking about those things is when we'll all start to collectively heal as well as grow and move together through life as individuals. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, just to know that you're not alone is also like a super helpful thing, right? Then you don't feel so isolated. And maybe, you know, you just start to reach out to that person. Like, hey, so how'd you get through it? You know, Mm -hmm. and that's why I started Underdog so that they can listen to these stories and figure out how they can move forward just to get over that hump. All I want is for people to get over that hump because from there you can then crawl, then you can walk, then you can run. Right. You know, and it just flows. So I totally, I I love what you're saying in that respect, you know, to be vulnerable that the world would shun us because I went through that my own self. I'm like, I don't want to talk about like the, you know, the deep, dark and or to go to those places, but we need to. You need to, right? Because how else are you going to help the world transition? You know, if people can't relate to you, most people look at me now and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm like, oh, man, they didn't see the 18 hours that I would be working, going back and forth, like helping my parents, delivering pizzas, like showing up middle school dances late, smelling like French fries because I had to be at work prior to, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. But it's like, it's not the stuff that's highlighted. So that's what I think is so beautiful about your story. I think, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that because a lot of people do go through depression and anxiety and oftentimes they feel alone and they don't want to talk to their inner circle. And they want to talk to somebody outside, truly. Just like how when you talk to a therapist, it's kind of like you can unleash and the person doesn't really know much about you and you, they can be very objective. Yeah, 100%. And I do think a conversation is starting to be opened up a little more about that kind of stuff but again we do have this rise of social media and like you said your cousins who are facing pressures and technological advances with social media that is like nothing before and they're kind of the new generation that they can't even turn to others and be hey how did you go through dealing with instagram and growing up with that it's like i didn't so yeah it's it's definitely difficult times but i think just bringing awareness and and normalizing therapy and saying hey therapy is great i truly believe everyone should go to therapy and have to do that as sort of a rite of passage because yeah that objective perspective can be really really beneficial but yeah i think just like you said just continuing to spread positivity and and motivation and and for us at mii the big thing is like the tools like we want to give you the tools to optimize your mental and emotional well-being and actually a new initiative that we have that i'm really excited about is like our mii speakers network and what that is is within the college and young adult market is some hot topics are like leadership or diversity and inclusion well when i'm on on the phone with a decision maker and they need a leadership or a diversity and inclusion speaker i'm sorry but i'm not your guy you know i'm the 
personal wellness. I'm the human optimization guy. Having said that, I still want to provide value to you. You still need a speaker. So what we've done is, is actually partnering with some local speakers that I've met and some really some close friends actually down here in the Austin area who are leadership development experts and who are diversity and inclusion or, or business networking experts to fill more areas within the college and young adult market. So now as opposed to just Joe's the guy for MII speaking on personal wellness, human optimization, we have a leadership development speaker. We have a multicultural diversity and inclusion speaker. We have a professional development, entrepreneur, business, networking, marketing speaker. Um, so sort of broadening our reach within the college and young adult market just to continue to serve at a higher level and to continue to provide high-notch value as opposed to me scrambling to put together a leadership development talk, which isn't going to be as good as you know our, our new speaker can, can speak on. So really, really exciting stuff and, and just trying to come from that place of service as much as possible, which can be tough at times, but just continuing to serve and, and provide those tools that certain individuals need at certain times in their lives that they can take forward with them forever. That's so awesome. Well, I love that you know you jumped into your business with a purpose and it's been two years and I know entrepreneurship is not easy. You know, the first three to five years are, are tough. Yeah. Laying the groundwork, right? We're laying the building blocks now. Exactly. But you're loving it. And, you know, and I tell startup entrepreneurs this all the time. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, it can't be like, oh, I'm going to make six figures this year from this business. And that's why I'm doing it. If you are not passionate, mm -mm. it's over. It's over before it even starts. <laughs> it's like I give you 60 days. Yeah. 90 days at max. To well, because it's crazy. You know, the idea of, and I've thought about this, it's like the idea of thought of building something from nothing. It's so difficult. There's a Steve Jobs, you know, video. It's so difficult and it's so hard that the only thing that will give you the energy, the motivation to get through is passion and purpose. Right. It's true. And I realize it more and more every day. It's like, oh my God, like, okay, we got a couple of gigs here. We did, you know, 3000 in speaking gigs last year, this year. You're like, that's great. But that's not sustainable. And that was, you know, the second year. And okay, maybe we do 10,000 next year. But how do I get the point, like, just that the numbers are right where I can be doing this full time? It's going to take a while. And that's good. You know, you want to get, like you said, the three to five years is grinding. But I think you really have to have a long-term perspective. And like you said, you have to have motivation outside of just the numbers um, or you're dead in the water. And also it's like, well, you can go get a high paying job. Just go do that if you're okay. You just want the money, but you don't want fulfillment. You can find that in today's society if you have a degree. But you know, if you want to do more than that and you have a purpose and you have a passion that's higher than that, you want to be living in that and, and the glory and the, as I'm sure you can relate to, the just the great feelings of doing something you love on a daily basis, then you know, it, it might be the path for you. Amen to that. Yeah, no, I remember like the first three to five years of business. You know, I started in real estate development about seven years ago. There is financial mistakes that I made at that time, like maxing out credit cards and messing up my credit that still affect me now. You know what I mean? This is reality. You know, it takes time, but it's okay. Just live out that, you know, live out that passion. And I really love what you're doing in terms of creating those resources for people to really identify, you know, and you start it from the beginning, identity. And then I think you had three other pillars to that. It was the yeah, so we start actually with the emotional and the mental well-being. So the MII Human Optimization Plan, which I actually have right here, this is just like a book of quotes. And honestly, this is where like the MII Human Optimization Plan kind of was like brought into being. I'm like, oh, there's a system here and there's like a 
personal professional development plan here that I truly believe if anyone could go through, and I'm actually seeing with a close friend now who's like at the beginning of that journey. And the beginning to me is like, it starts with really like the emotional and mental well-being, but more like within that is like the trauma and like over going back before we go forward, I always like to say. So we start with that, with the mental and emotional well-being piece and focusing on, again, you know, getting to a therapist or someone who can help you uncover some of those difficult traumas. But then after that, like within that piece is kind of also optimizing. And like we talked about getting the mental and emotional tools you need to be in a mental and emotionally prosperous individual. After that, I'm a big believer in, and again, I saw this in my own process is like, Once you start clearing up your past, then you start to construct your own unique identity and start to really figure out what are my values? What are my beliefs? What are the things that I want to do? Who am I as an individual? Who is this new trauma-free, emotionally healed, mentally healed individual? After that, we have a piece on social. So sort of similar to that is you've constructed your identity. Now let's construct your social network. And an interesting like piece with this panel is we talk about like, and I'm sure you can relate as well. I'm sure anyone can relate. Is like, not only do we need healthy and prosperous social networks, but almost more importantly, like unhealthy, toxic social networks are so detrimental to our health. It's so important. It's the Robin Williams quote. You know, I used to think the worst thing in life was to end up all alone. It's not. The worst thing in life is to end up with people that make you feel all alone. I'd rather be mm-hmm. by myself content with my identity and who I am, Joe Johnston, than hanging out with people who are, you know, bad for me and sucking the life out of me. And then the last piece is all about pursuing dreams. That's when we start to get into the professional development piece, but sort of an entrepreneurial based motivational talk of just like, like we talked about, listen, if you got a dream, like first things first, you need a passion. You know, you need to have something and know what you're passionate about. Then you need a vision. Then you got to get committed and then some of the two of the biggest pieces, you got to be consistent and you got to be, you got to see discipline. Yeah. Um, you got to be disciplined. I mean, how many, how many people do you know? How many people do I know in my life who are amazingly talented? And I know for a fact could, you know, build a really great business. They just have no discipline. You know, they want to get up on Saturday and go out and, and spend a bunch of money and drinking. And they need that $60,000 a year job because they like to live in the nice place. And they, they just got no disc. So I think that's a huge thing. And as we pursue dreams, but that's, that's kind of what the, the last piece is about. So it was, it was kind of cool how the system came together and, and the human optimization plan came together. But yeah, just all those sort of tools within that realm of human optimization, personal professional development. So it's exciting. It's, it's just exciting stuff. And Again, it all stems from that passion and, and loving what you do, believing in what you do and in your mission and your purpose and, and having a vision and working towards it. Amen. I love the steps to it because it's so aligned, right? Like it's like, you can't take step three without taking step two and one. You just right. like, you can't, you know, everyone like thinks healing is like, just like a fast forward movement. It's right. really one step at a time and you can't do one without the other. My favorite quote and like one of the, my favorite quotes ever, because I have so many of them. You know, Lauren, Lauren Hill, when one of her song lyrics says, how are you going to win if you're not right within? If you don't, you right? don't win. You don't win. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. You, you don't. Can't. How? How are you going to empty your cup when it's not even, it's not full? Like, what do you, yeah. you know, you have an empty cup, what are you going to do with it? You know? So I totally, I love, love, love your system. And I love what you're doing, you know, because it all sort of flows together beautifully. And then you've also tied in the speaker's piece, you know? So you're like, you're becoming the connector. And because once those people get to that point of where they're possibly able to pursue their dreams, you can then link them up with the right people 
or right. get those people to speak on the stages to then impact more people. And then the cycle continues. And how fulfilling is that? Is something I'm realizing. Massively so fulfilling. And that's an amazing quote. I love that. How can you win unless you're right within? I think Macklemore has a similar, it's like, if you don't love life, the check won't correct yours or something like that. It's so true. I actually see this in the world of kind of dating a little bit as I'm getting into like, I didn't always think, but it's always like you're pursuing more and you're putting stuff on professional. And like, now that I've actually focused on dating and stuff is like, one of the things you realize is like money doesn't really matter with the right people. Like there might be some women out there who are interested in the, the person who has the high paying job or like wants that. But it's funny to see the guys who have that misconception and take these girls on these lavish first dates and then don't get a second date. And, and also are like, just don't have the, you know, the confidence to go up and like say hello to a beautiful woman that they think is good looking and thinks that a money number is going to get them there. I've heard stories of people who literally like pursued careers because they thought it would get them the good looking girls. It's like, no, man, you actually just have to face your fears and feel that uncomfortable feeling and act on it anyways and go approach and start talking to a girl and be kind and like, it's actually the complete reverse of what I think a lot of us in American society have been fed. And, oh, this girl just wants money. It's like, no, not not the type of quality women that you're looking for, the fulfilling relationship. So I think that's interesting as well. As again, I mean, I'm not making a ton of money right now, but like I actually have the confidence and the sort of fortitude to go up and say hello to a beautiful woman. And like that'll as like I've seen results off of that just because like I've been confident in myself. And again, I worked on the within, I gave my tools the within and working on getting better at like that area of my life. And I think it's just a great example because we see so many people who chase the money, chase the money, chase the money, but it's better to be an honest street sweeper than a dishonest King. I love that quote as well. Cause the spiritual, whatever you want to call it, man, it, it catches up to you, you know, lying on a sales call, making your money in an immoral way is, you might not think it, but, you know, sleepless nights and I think that misalignment for a lot of people is like catches up to you in, in other ways than, than you know, the score sheet of, of money and your income. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what you were saying in the dating world, too, is, you know, people are looking for authenticity. Yeah. Women and, and the best relationship advice I have ever gotten in my whole existence was. The person that you're with has to make your life shine brighter. Yeah. Which then means you already have to have a light to begin with. Like you're saying, you know, you've got to have that in you first. You've got to be healed. You've got to be whole. And then you complement each other. You've got to have the identity down. Yep. You've got to have the identity down. This is why everyone needs human optimiz the human optimization plan from you, <laughs> you know, because you got to get, you know, you got to heal within in order to find quality. Like why do you see people going in and out of toxic relationships? They're not making each other's light shine brighter. That's not what it is. But the most fulfilling relationships that you see out there is when both partners are doing their thing and they complement each other. Mm -hmm. Nobody's trying to overshadow the other. Nobody's reliant one upon the other. Yeah, no codependence. No, it's a, each has their own light and they just help each other shine brighter. Mm. So that's always my best piece of advice to everyone. So it just per correlates perfectly with, with what you're saying too in your plan and how you're helping the world through your business to shift. And I think it's so impactful and so needed in the world, especially now. I feel like now with lo being in lockdown with COVID and everything, we're faced with being home. We're faced with time to reflect and all of that in ways that nobody ever has before. 
So people are searching for transformation now more than ever. So I think it's a it's a great time for you. It's a, it's a perfect perfect timing for you actually. Yeah. Um, it's so. exciting, and actually, the book came out around at the beginning of COVID. So yeah, yeah, it is exciting. I think that identity piece is seeing a lot of internal reflection for a lot of people who are stuck up with themselves and kind of have to look in the mirror for the first time in a really long time. And and I think that's good. You know, there's definitely been a lot of cons to to COVID, but I think it's important that we take that time because we're so busy. And again, I'm glad I did it in college while I did kind of have the time because I'm really, really busy now, you know, and I got a lot of stuff going on. But uh, yeah, two half people don't make a whole person was a good a good piece of advice I get I got on kind of codependence is you really you have to be whole within yourself. And and there's another interesting concept, kind of psychological Freudian concept. It's called repetition compulsion. And repetition compulsion is basically when we repeat patterns from our pasts in order to try to get them right this time. It's sort of traumatic reenactment. So it's the individuals we generally see in, in negative relationships or negative patterns is, you know, we try to get the partner that's similar to our parents or our different sex parent to, to, to sort of make it right this time and to fix those things that happened in our past, which I think is why, excuse me, constantly see some individuals getting into these negative sort of toxic relationships that never work out with the same type of individual. They're trying to get something right. And I think that's another thing as well is uh, I love Carl Jung is until you make the unconscious conscious, it'll direct your life and you will call it fate. And it's just this, you know, we have to dig deep because if not, we're going to be, you know, directed by forces outside of ourselves, unconscious forces that kind of dictate our lives. And you know, now we have the same marriage that our parents had that we swore we never would have, you know? So yeah, it's, it's important work. And again, it's just an exciting field to be in. And, and uh, I'm sure you can relate to this as well as, as difficult as it is and uncertain as it is being an early stage entrepreneur, it's, uh, it's also exciting. It's just exciting and fulfilling to build a dream. And I think also like half of the chase of a dream is is wondering whether or not it's feasible and if it ever will come true. You know, will I ever be that professional speaker where MII is my full revenue stream and I'm doing it full time? And, and I believe I will, you know, I, or else I wouldn't be doing it. But the chase, right? It's It's all about the chase sometimes. So it's really, really exciting. And, you know, again, I just, I love the work that you guys are doing here with Underdog Now and, and your new initiative. And I think it's an important message to continue to get out there is that we all have our own underdog story and use that, like use your underdog story, use the fact that there are people out there that want MII to fail. I know there are extra couple hours of motivation on a Saturday. That's going to get me through is, is to prove those people wrong. It can't be all of your motivation, but it definitely kicks you that extra edge when you feel like going and and taking a rest and just keep after it to prove those people wrong. Absolutely. Well, I think what you're doing in the world is absolutely phenomenal. And I'm going to ask you a super important question. What's your biggest piece of advice to the world? Whether it be startup, entrepreneurship advice, advice about life, whatever you feel is most important. Yeah. I'll give I'll give a personal one and then a business one. The personal one is kind of what we've talked about. It's just like heal. It's tough. It's hard. But don't get to the point. Again, you know, I talk about what enacts lasting positive change. And unfortunately, it's usually like getting that, you know, DUI or like a f- close friend dies of a drug overdose or something like traumatic. We have to get desperate before we get inspired to change. 
And I think that's unfortunate, but change and heal, just try to do that without that event coming up that forces you to change and heal. Just do it because the benefits that will pay off for you throughout your life, whatever amount of time you have left in life are tenfold. You know, you'll, you'll become calmer. You'll become more content. You won't feel like you're fighting against yourself on a daily basis. And with everything that goes on with how difficult life is, we deserve not to be fighting and peaceful within ourselves. When it comes to entrepreneurship and building a business, sort of what we talked about, for me, it's, you know, identify your passion, have a vision, get committed, and then stay consistent and stay disciplined. I think if you can do that, then you will be successful, persevere throughout. But just if you believe in something and you have a passion and a vision and a purpose, as long as you're willing to put in the work, I truly believe that in today's day and age, there's enough opportunity out there that you will eventually be successful. And I hope that's true because that's what I'm living on. And <laughs> I've seen a little success with that so far, but I hope that continues into what my ultimate vision is and, and brings the, the success that, uh, that I believe it will. Amen. And that's only going to magnify, man. You know, it's just time. Your only enemy right now is time when it comes to business because I know it's going to blow up. You know, what you're doing is so important. Your work is so important to the world. So just keep going with that. And now you got to let everybody know where to find you. Absolutely. And thank you, Pamela. And I appreciate platforms like yourselves who's willing to give me a chance and, and get our message out there because uh, we do believe it's important and we do believe it's something everyone needs to hear. But yeah, so miiprofessionalspeaking.com. I'd actually love to offer your listeners a free resource. I believe we'll have this in the, in the show bio for them to go to. But uh, if you're interested, miiprofessionalspeaking.com slash HOP is our free human optimization plan resource. So basically within that, you're going to get a couple things. You're going to get a PDF breakdown of the human optimization plan, the four steps that we discussed, and really just written out form of the tips and tools that we'd recommend for each of those four steps to, to kind of optimize those different areas of your lives. Also off of that, where we do a video series, breaking down the human optimization plan, I tell a little bit more of how each step is relevant to my life and how I optimize each of those steps to get this human optimization plan. And then also we have a five part little like video mini series, just a little extra bonus on public speaking um, and becoming effective public speakers and, and how you can utilize public speaking as a business owner, entrepreneur, student, whatever you are, whatever discipline you are and becoming an effective public speaker. So miiprofessionalspeaking.com slash HOP. Other than that, MII Professional Speaking on Instagram. We have a page on Facebook, LinkedIn. You can find me, Joe Johnston on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. But yeah, and miiprofessionalspeaking at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, yeah, stay connected with us. You know, I, again, I love this community and I know this podcast is just going to continue to blow up. So I'm excited to be a part of this. And, and, I, and I can't thank you enough, Pamela, again, for the opportunity. And uh, I want to continue to serve. And, and I think I'll hopefully be able to with a couple of initiatives we talk down the line to serve this podcast community. But uh, yeah, thank you. No, thank you so much. Such an honor to have you. And I'm so excited to see sort of where your journey goes. I know we'll have a part two to this. Um, very soon, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd love it. Yeah. In a couple of years or so, as we're along further along in our journeys, we'll get the update and uh, yeah, we'll continue to grow and we'll have to get together once I'm back in Boston soon. The only dream that I've been chasing is my own. So that's it for today's episode of Underdog. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. 
One lucky listener every single week that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day with Pamela herself in Boston, Massachusetts. Be sure to go to theunderdogshow.com and pick up a copy of Pamela's free gift. And join us on the next episode.